Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast, a totally new experience, one you're sure to love. We've taken our passion of business, finance, relationships, hot topics, and more, and collided them as a sisterhood into what we now call womenhood. Join your host, Melissa Martin, certified NLP life and business coach, hypnotherapy expert, and one bed mamma-jamma businesswoman on this wild ride as we detour through life, showing you how to take the basics and turn them into what we call the bougie. Hey guys, welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast. I'm Melissa. Let's dive on in. I wanted to make a podcast today. I am heading out of town. I'm going to Naples and it's been a crazy week here. I've gotten some wild medical diagnosis and I'm just feeling a calling to put out a episode today on money miracles. I've had a lot of people message me about my retreat which is sold out. We're super thankful but don't worry we will be putting another one together shortly and also be putting together some sort of 30-day online as well. And along with that, I really just have felt a calling to jump on and talk to you guys a little bit about this. Here at Basic to Bougie, we really have claimed our area of really just being an inclusive podcast that touches on a little bit of everything. You know, we've talked about manifesting. We've also talked talked about world events and what's going on. And so I thought today, right now, would be a really good time to jump on in and talk about how there are no coincidences in life. And I really believe that there are no coincidences and that everything unfolds at the exact time. Kind of like it's no coincidence that I felt inspired to help women and embrace money with them and for them and wealth and abundance and use that as a powerful tool to recognize their greatness, lead a life of significance and make a positive social impact in the world. It's also no coincidence that this podcast has come into your life at this time. You're likely ready to align your talents and passions with your purpose and the meaningful contribution you want to make. You're also likely ready to take action to achieve financial prosperity and success while fulfilling your social promise in the world. And social promise is your soul's desire to give back by doing good while doing well in life. It includes a dual goal of combining wealth and profits with a mission to better society. Fulfilling your social promise can be expressed in many ways, such as supporting worthy local or global causes and the issues you care about most this can be big this can be small whatever you're able to do your social promise provides a strong motivation for aligning your purpose and passion with service and contribution your contributions to others as a result of your professional endeavors will allow you not only to change lives, but to deeply enrich your own life as well as your bottom line beyond your wildest dreams. Let me ask you this. What if you truly believed in your 
own magnificence and ability to step into your greatness and realize your highest potential? What if you had the courage to extend your limits and create the life of your dreams, one that is rich and fulfilling in every way, financially, spiritually, and emotionally? What if you had the tools to create a thriving six or seven figure income that would allow you to realize financial freedom, having an incredible lifestyle and making a meaningful difference? What if I told you that this and more is possible to achieve once you gain a deeper understanding of and take action on transforming your relationship with money? You may be thinking, how can I have a relationship with money when money is an inanimate object? Like it or not, you're in a relationship with anything that preoccupies your time, your thoughts, and your actions, including money. In fact, the longest relationship that you will have are first, your relationships with yourself, and second, your relationships with money. The reality is, is that we all need money to survive, to thrive, to have a quality of life. Money impacts every area of your daily existence and affects the decisions you make in all areas, particularly in your business or career. If you are a business owner or self-employed, money and profits are crucial because without them, you cease to exist as a viable enterprise. You miss the opportunity to share your talents, reach and help many people and create a positive ripple effect. As such, taking an action to transform your relationship with money is critical. It's the first step to achieving wealth and prosperity, as well as in tapping into your innermost dreams and desires. While the focus I have with women is, I believe also that men can also find value in this as well. I know I work primarily with women And I keep women in mind for two key reasons. The first is that a society, we have a tremendous opportunity to benefit from advancing from full participation from women. Let me read that again. In society, we have a tremendous opportunity to benefit from advancing the full participation of women. In fact, women's economic empowerment is vital to achieving a global, sustainable future. According to the 2015 McKinsey Report, advancing women's equality by narrowing the gender gap in the world of work can add $12 trillion to the global economic growth by 2025. In the United States, this figure could add up to... $4.3 trillion in growth if women were to attain full gender equality. This also translates to an extra $150 billion for the United Kingdom. For Canada, women work 2016 index report indicates that closing the wage gap and engaging more women in the workforce could lead to 92 billion in GDP. Now, let me tell you, I ran these numbers six ways, frontwards, backwards, and sideways because I wanted to give you accurate numbers for this. 
I don't just haphazardly jump on here and spew out random facts. I put this together with thought. I put this together with intuitive resources, with guidance from the divine, the above, and my education. A byproduct of advancing women's global economic empowerment is the generation of greater peace and harmony in the world of greater healing for our planet. At the Vancouver Peace Summit in 2009, while surrendering by a panel of Nobel Peace Prize spiritual leaders, world leaders, and dignitaries, His Holiness the Dalai Lama, a noble lecturer himself, delivered an affecting statement noting, some people may call me a feminist, but we need more effort to promote basic human values, human compassion, human affection. And in that respect, females have more sensitivity for others' pain and suffering, yet women cannot realize these vast opportunities without the support, cooperation, and collaboration of men who can play an important role as allies and champions. Now, whether I agree wholeheartedly with that or disagree wholeheartedly, the facts remain the same. We are all inclusive. We do all need each other. That is a fact that I do agree with. The second reason that I decided I wanted to work with women is really in order for women to truly seize this tremendous opportunity to stand in their power and own their worth. And in order, they must first develop a harmonious relationship with money. And only then can they more effectively benefit from the financial literacy, developing the knowledge, the skills, and the ability to make sound financial decisions, to achieve financial well-being. And this includes possessing the understanding and skills to manage, save, spend, and donate money as a productive resource. You've heard me say it a million times. I don't chase money. In fact, I rarely think about money. I really rarely think about money. I'm too busy chasing helping other people. And making money is the byproduct of the chase, of the help. I give way more than I receive. But the receiving is so high that it outweighs all of it. And it truly is a byproduct. And from that, it stems from growth, from growing through it. And I know you've heard me say this before, whether it's on Facebook or whether it's in a group, you know, we've just expanded to Basic to Bougie, the group. We also have Basic to Bougie, the podcast, which we're on now. And now we're moving to Basic to Bougie, the brand. You know, we don't just focus on mechanics of the financial management, the budgeting, the saving, the investing. Many great resources for women related to the financial and personal financial planning, management, and investing are all available. Rather, the focus is on helping you understand your beliefs and attitudes about money, achieving a harmonious relationship with money, and develop a deep sense of abundance thereby creating and enduring a wealth from within. You may have been drawn to me for 
many reasons, but one, because you want to create more wealth in your personal life, your business life, your internal being is calling for something more. I'm not just a podcast producer and host. I own several successful companies. I don't just work with businesses. I work with individuals and I really help them achieve whatever it is they need to achieve in Money Miracles, in Trauma, Little T's, Big T's. You want to become financially independent and have more freedom. Perhaps you want to discover the principles of manifesting wealth and abundance in all areas of your life. You may want to resolve conflicting beliefs and emotions about money so you can create positive beliefs and feel more empowered about money. Or you may want to increase your corporate income. Perhaps you're in a transformation from the corporate world to the entrepreneurial world and want to be more confidently charged with what you're worth. As an entrepreneur, you may want more sales, more clients, or a higher income. You may also want to realize your financial dreams and leverage your business and wealth to achieve a much bigger vision and mission in order to make a difference. I can help you do that. In fact, I want to help you do that. And I want to talk about this. And moving into our second season, we're going to dive really deep into some money miracles, some shifts, some radical shifts. It's going to be pretty amazing. What the reasons you have and whatever the reasons you have that you've decided to listen to me and and join into our our groups and our pages and our websites. And I think we're close to 5,000 followers and we're super excited and the numbers keep growing. Whatever it is, we're glad to be here in your life because you are on the accelerated path with us personally and spiritually in growth. And this path will enable you to make a positive contribution to the world and to uplift humanity through your life's work. There has never been a better time for women to take control of your financial independence than now. And in fact, the powerful global shift is taking place in support of women's empowerment. Now is the best time to serve the world in a bigger way by stepping into your role as a CEO and leader of your life and business with no apologies. Say it again, sister, please, with no apologies. Here's some of the statistics I've collected. You know, I just want to stop a second because while I was doing this, I was writing and providing, you know, brief snapshots of women's growing and economic powers and it, it gets a little bland, it gets a little vanilla and I try to add a little bit of charismatic and, and stops and breasts and punctuations and extras into it. And the one thing is true, we are powerful. You are powerful. I am powerful. Could you imagine the powerfulness collectively if 10 of us, 5 of us, 20 of us, 100 of us got together here? Here's the, here's the statistics. The following statistics collected at the time of this were, and this was, I've been working on this probably for a week and a half, so a week and a half ago to now. Women controlled $39.6 trillion, approximately 30% of the world's wealth, 
and that was by the 2020 census that I gathered, and it's estimated that the women will control 72.1 trillion of the global wealth due to inheritance, settlements, and entrepreneurship. There are 190 female billionaires worldwide. Women control more than 60% of all personal wealth in the United States. 60%. What? That's amazing. Congratulations to each and every one of you. Now let's make that number rise. In higher education, 57% of women in the United States hold bachelor degrees, 60% hold master degrees, and 51% hold doctoral degrees. In the United States, 40% of women are in the primarily or sole bread winners. They are primarily or sole bread winners. Getting a little tongue-tied, I apologize. It's 10.30 where I am at p.m. right now. I'm a little tired but I wanted to get this out. In the United States, 70% of women with children hold the age of 18 participant in the labor force. The global incomes of women are predicted to reach 18 trillion by 2018 and women will control 75% of discretionary spending around the world. And women control 85% of all purchasing decisions in the United States. I mean, these are epic and true and validated numbers. In terms of business, in 2012, the Global Entrepreneurship Monitor estimated that 126 million women were starting or running new businesses in 67 world economics and economies. In addition, an estimated 98 million were running established businesses for three years or more. And in Canada, 15% of small to medium businesses are owned by women. Forbes magazine refers to entrepreneurship as the new women's movement. I am here for that. I am so here for that. Since 2007, there has been a rise in women-owned businesses in the United States with 1,072 net new women-owned firms launched each day. Between 2007 and 2016, women-owned firms increased by 45%, five times the national average. Many women are leaving their corporate jobs to experience greater freedom and flexibility to find a more meaningful way to make a difference and to take control of their income and livelihoods. To take control of their livelihoods. That's what this is about. Because once you remove the block that you place or the fear or the the negative notion you have on money, the world is truly yours, babe. These numbers are factual. Again, according to the 2016 State of Women-Owned Business Report, commissioned by the American Express Open, there are 11.3 million women-owned businesses in the United States, employing close to 9 million people and generating more than $1.6 trillion in revenues. It's astounding. It's fabulous. These figures will continue to grow, owning to a partnership between governments in Canada, the United States, 
resulting in the creation of Joint Council for Advancement of Women's Entrepreneurship and the Business Leaders, and the purpose of the initiative to support women's economic growth by helping remove barriers to competitiveness for women and entrepreneurs, as well as to address issues facing the women in the workforce, including those faced by senior leaders. This means that women entrepreneurs will have a greater access to the networks, capital, and markets in starting and growing successful business. And why I chose Canada and the United States is because we are so close in proximity. It just made sense. When I was doing the numbers, while I was calculating, while I was researching, it just made sense. And there is much to celebrate with these positive advancements. And at the same time, there is much room for improvement. Despite women compromising half the world's population and representing the largest growing market, they still remain an untapped power. There is particularly the case of four key areas. Earnings, leadership, politics, and business income. And in the area of earnings, the wage gap continues to exist, which I find deplorable deplorable. It is unacceptable that I have the same education as a male. However, he's making 25 to 50 grand or if not higher, more than I would make in corporate America. It's why I left corporate America and now I own a corporate America business. I'm changing the barrier. I'm changing the block. I am in a male-dominated business and I'm saying a big you-know-what to it. It's time that our daughters, our granddaughters, generations before us, they did the work. We're now here to continue the legacy. In the area of earnings, the wage gap continues to exist. On a global average, women earn 77 cents for every dollar a man earns. In Canada, women earn 87 cents for every dollar the man earns. In the United Kingdom, women earn 9.4% less than men. In the United States, women earn 79 cents for every dollar men earn. And I know I've said this repeatedly, but I want it to sink in. In the area of leadership, a 2017 report by Fortune Knowledge Group in collaboration with Royal Bank states that only 4.2% of women hold CEO positions in Fortune 500 companies and 9% globally. The reality of these figures contradicts years of research, including that companies that are engaged in gender diversity and that have women in leadership roles are 15% more likely to experience higher financial performance. And in the same report, more than 7,500 senior management positions in Fortune 500 companies were identified in 2016, of which 19% were held by women. On corporate boards, globally, women held 14.7% of board seats in 2015, and only 20% of boards have at least three women. It's funny because European countries such as Norway, 46.7%, France, 34%, and Sweden, 33.6%, are leading the way in having the highest percentage of women on their boards. Why is that? Why is that? I know you heard my uncensored with Devin the other day. Is that part of the problem? Is that where we are? Is our government why we are where we are? 
I can't believe that. I mean, part of me wants to think it has something to do with it, but I've been around long enough to know that I've witnessed this since I've been working at the age of 15. Men have always made more money. They've always been in higher power positions. And in order for me to be where I am and in order for many women like me to go where we are and do what we do, we had to claw our ways here and make and pave the way. It wasn't given to us. It wasn't the legacy that we had to just go out and say, oh, I'm here. No, we had to do it on our own. And it's a shame that other countries have way higher statistics. And countries with the lowest percentage of women on the boards includes Taiwan, South Korea. Taiwan is 4.5, South Korea is 4.1, and Japan is 3.5%. The percentage of women on corporate boards in the United States is 19.9% and 21.6% in Canada. And while the percentages are higher in Europe, women in general are far less likely to lead boards on board committees. In the political sphere, as of 2016, globally, only one in five women elected to office were women. In 2017, there were 10 women serving as head of states and nine heads of government around the world. In the United States, 90% of the House of Representatives and 21% of the Senate members are women. I want to stop there a second because I have daughters. I have a beautiful granddaughter and I want her to know that she can be whatever she wants to be, including the president of the United States, if she wants to do that. And so can yours. But these numbers have got to change and we as women have to enlist these superpowers that we have and collectively adhese them together and move as a force to be reckoned with. In Canada, 26% of the House of Commons and 43% of the Senate members are women. In the United Kingdom, 29% of the members of the Parliament and 26 mem- 26% of members of the House of the Lords are women. In the area of entrepreneurship globally, women continue to face various challenges to their success, including limited access to funding, which don't even get me started there because you know what? It was so hard for me to get funding to even start my companies. It's even harder now. And lack of available mentors and role models in an imbalanced share of family work and lack of self-confidence. And in fact, according to the Kaufman Foundation, nearly 80% of women in tech industries, where I came from, FYI, in the United States, use personal savings for capital because of limited access, which I did. So this is relatable. You know, I mean, this is not something that I am just winging right now. These are real numbers, folks. And while the numbers of female-owned business in the United States is growing five times faster than the national average, these businesses are contributing only 4% of the national's business revenue. So here's a thought. Why don't we equally disperse everything and watch those numbers shift, right? It's time. It's our time. It's time for an all-inclusive world. It's time for all-inclusive It's our time for a radical shift. 
a share that has not been changed during the past 20 years. And despite generating $1.6 trillion in revenues in 2016 and 7.9% of women generated between $100,000 and $500,000, while only 3.3% of women-owned businesses generated more than $500,000 in revenues. The numbers are staggering, folks. They really are. And this is why it's so important for if you are in business and if you're wondering how to change the, the uncommon denominator or the common denominator here, This is why we need to talk. We need to step out of the normal box and have a financial business coach, a personal business coach, whether it's for your home, your family, because let's face facts, that mom sitting at home, she's your CEO. She's taking care of your daily stuff, right? If you want to start a business, let's talk how. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's dive on into this because you know what? Anybody can talk about it, but who's being about it consistently, time and time again? Who's consistently being about it? Whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, somebody. You can't do it alone. You need a tribe and you need a tribe of true and tried professionals. Here's what I've gathered. And this is what holds women back. And this is just brief, okay? This gets me hype. It really does. This brief snapshot provides an opportunity to get to the root of what holds women back. And so working with my clients, I've identified several reasons that women may not be doing as well as they could be. And for one, often their self-confidence does not match their skill level, period, does not match their skill level. Their self-confidence does not match their skill level. Despite their talents and accomplishments and experiences, many women still question whether they are truly good enough, smart enough, worthy enough to succeed and prosper financially. Knock it the hell off. You are all of those things. You are worthy. You are smart enough. You are good enough. Whoever told you you weren't, let them eat a cookie. It's false. And that leads back to, we need to work on the blocks. All of this is a block. Let's remove the block. It goes into a soul shift, a business shift, a mindset shift. And you can't do it alone. You can't. In fact, I've witnessed that regardless of age, education, background, and the income level, many women privately struggle with valuing themselves and their worth. This, in turn, can impact their ability to succeed or grow their business or advance in their career. (sighs) It's alarming. It's really alarming. And I've witnessed that women experience a connection between what they've accomplished and their level of self-confidence. And not only that, but what they really want and what they settle for. And then valuing what they do and valuing their self-worth. And then determination that they show on the outside and the fear and the doubt they feel themselves on the inside. Take a second and reflect back. Do you feel any of those? Do any of them peek to you, call to you? 
In my work, I encounter many accomplished, talented, and motivated women daily. And you know who you are, girls, because we've worked really hard for you. And you guys are out there thriving. One of my clients just reached a $250,000 contract today. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And there's tons of others with the same stories. And I'm so incredibly, incredibly proud And these same said women, they want to make a significant contribution to the world and be richly rewarded for the value they provide through their life's work, as they should be. And deep inside, these ambitious and goal-oriented women want to make a sizable income, which they should make. And they want to make a large impact and achieve outstanding success. And this is inspiring and admirable. And I will tell you, 9 out of 10 is because what I said in the beginning. It's chasing the help and making the money is the byproduct. However, what many women actually experience is the opposite. And thus, why high-achieving women at various, various levels come back to levels and stages in their business or career and seek my help because they want to develop money, miracles, and mastery to achieve success and fulfillment in their own teams and on their own terms. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. On your own terms. They want own their fullest worth and express their brilliance. They also want income growth. Who doesn't? They're frustrated with their earnings when they do not match the bigger vision they have for their potential. Their income also doesn't allow them to fund their dreams and social missions or the legacy they want to leave behind. And some of the challenges these women face include struggling to break through to the next level of the income and success or feeling anxious about not being able to achieve and exceed their past success, revenues, or salaries or even find a new job. I worked with someone today who left their job after 25 years and just started a new career, doubling their salary, their health benefits, their vacations, their 401ks. They've waited 25 years to do it and it took 12 weeks to convince themselves that they were worth it. I have another client who did it in three weeks. Everyone's timeline is different, but the outcome is always the same. The realization that you are worth it and you can do it. And no matter what, finding that, how hard they work, they're stuck in the same income. We are here to break that. And these challenges have puzzled and fascinated me. And what was holding these otherwise successful women back from making meaningful differences doing what they love? Lord... It's, it, it's challenging. But through my training and experience in the area of women and money and trauma, because trauma is usually what the holdback is, as well as my personal journey. Because child, let me tell you, my personal journey is deep. I have people on the outside saying, She has been through it and back and hallelujah, she's here to tell it because if anybody can do this and be where she is, she's the one. And then you've got the naysayers and you know what? They're still sitting in their nay and their say and they're still miserable, broke, 
abandoned and they're going to be there. Because that's the thing about life. You get to choose every day how you want to wake up and who you want to be. Some of us rise, some of us fall, and some of us stay stagnant. I finally realized what the root cause of the issues were with my clients and with my own personal life. And I fixed it. And I helped them. And especially what holds women back from making the kind of income they desire and deserve has little to do with their intelligence or motivation or spirit, but much to do with the relationship to money and the blocks they have. And this, my friends, was the missing puzzle. I realized that somehow these women were giving away their personal power through money. And this included engaging in self-sabotaging acts that led them to experience money-related stress, anxiety, which impacted their results, their families, their lives, all of it. And perhaps what I've described resonates with you. Pretty sure it might. And at some point, you may have experienced financial challenges or engaged in similar disempowering actions with money. And if so, the only way to address these challenges is truly by connecting money to your emotions if they are the cause and removing the block. And if it is something else, i.e. trauma, relationships, let's chat on that too. Let's pick it up. Let's fix it. Let's move on and grow you to levels you never thought you could. Because the most profound and lasting solutions to the challenges you face can be discovering by looking within. And I found that keeping a journal enables me to do so. And I challenge you to journal. The gratitude app is a great one. We talked about this the other day. I also ask my clients to regularly chronic, chronicle their emotions and experiences in said journal, which often produces clarity and insights. And writing makes it easier to notice the external obstacles that surface from the deeper emotions of fear and doubt, since they will show up as a lack of income, failure, or progress, and lack of opportunity. However, it is vital to understand that these external obstacles are simply symptoms of what is really running the show. Your unconscious feelings and emotions regarding money, these symptoms form the basis of your internal obstacles and emotional blocks to money and wealth. My word, what would it be like for you to wake up tomorrow with another zero, two zeros, three zeros in your bank account or on your salary? It's life changing. It's life altering. I know it firsthand. How good is it to feel to go to church and tithe something special or to give money to a a project to give cleaner water, to change the world? Whatever it is that you want to do is achievable. And since emotions come from within, they are generally harder to recognize on the outside and harder to overcome. Therefore, these internal obstacles and emotional blocks can keep you from having what you really want and enjoying it once you obtain it. So in truth, your thoughts and feelings about money are critical factors in determining how much you will make and keep in your life. And in other words, your emotional state will ultimately determine your financial state. 
Why does it determine your financial state? Because we as human beings constantly crave the settlement of our minds, our bodies, and our souls. And in order to do that, it takes all of it to be in sync. You know, a lot of people ask me, why am I doing this? Why am I being a life coach? Why am I being a business and financial coach? Why am I working on traumas? I have several companies. I don't need to do this. I want to do this. Why do I have a podcast? Because I want to do this. You know, I I have some some health issues and probably all the stress of, you know, multitasking, all of this isn't great. But you know what? I have a higher calling. I have an alignment. I, I have I have great things left to do in my life. And this is one of them. And I want you all to understand why I'm doing this. And some of the questions that I wrote down, because, you know, I always write when I'm before I do this and while I'm doing this. And I wrote, so why focus on women and the relationships with money? And I answered it to myself was, is I focus on women and money because it is the fastest way to get to the core of why women hold themselves back. And I exclamated it a hundred times because it's the truth. Every which way about it, that is my answer. Because money is simply a tool to help us uncover something deeper, an opportunity for a breakthrough and a transformation in all areas of life. To put it simply, money is an emotional currency for women. Money is tied to our sense of self-worth and self-confidence and our feelings for safety and security. These emotions can often turn into self-limiting decisions and the effects can be profound. And in terms of either moving you forward or keeping you stuck, we're all faced with many decisions every day and those decisions are likely impacted by money. And since you deal with money daily, you can clearly see that your relationship with money plays a decisive role in your success. And in fact, your intimate ongoing relationship with money determines whether you will prosper or struggle in your work and in the rest of your life. The rest of your life. Is this the life that you currently want for the rest of it? Only you can answer that. And if your relationship with money is left unexamined, you're going to stay stuck. Experiencing a cycle of money drama that acts as a barrier to realizing your full potential and your purpose in life is necessary. We've got to do it. We've got to realize that your full potential is either not met, not fulfilled, or needs worked on. My own journey with money has taken me from being a young single mother, from living paycheck to paycheck, to owning some of the highest, highest ranking companies. Not only that, But I am a successful entrepreneur in several ways and in several areas. 
as soon as my book hits, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be a bestseller. I've had several chapters of that go to different people and um, I'm humbled by what they've given me back and their feedback. And the reasons I share the details of my own journey with money to you is to let you know that whatever your past or current challenges with money are, they do not define who you are or control your future. And this is especially true for me because I don't come from money. I'm self-made. My family, it's a roller coaster. It'll be in my book, but it's a roller coaster, right? I'm, I'm self-made. I've done all of this on my own. I was a single mom with two kids wondering what I was going to do. I fell on my knees and I prayed. I said, dear Lord, please show me the way. And he did. And along that way, I learned valuable lessons. I got my MBA. And I landed some of the most amazing accounts and made hella money and took that and created my own companies. And I take care of a lot of the people in my family because I want to. I have two biological daughters I have three not biological sons, but they are my sons, period. We have five children together collectively with my husband. I have two grandchildren. I have a blessed life. Everyone comes from something. You can never run from it. You have to face it. And I do that every day. And I do it every day with my clients. I appreciate you all immensely. I want to close up with a few things. You're in charge of your destiny. You make powerful choices at this moment to create your life and the life that you desire. And at a deep soul level, is really about a rite of passage, an awakening for women to take action, to reclaim the feminine connection to money as a source of empowerment, love, wealth, fulfillment, and success. The phrase feminine connect, feminine connection to money points to an underlining that there is a natural connection between money, women, generosity, and leveraging of money to help others. And when women reclaim and embrace the feminine connection to money, the results can be remarkable. When women are empowered with money, they become different makers. They create better lives for themselves, their families, the give back, the contribution to the economy. They change the world. They transform lives. Therefore, the sooner you empower your relationship with money, the sooner you can take bold actions to claim your wealth and be a force for good. You have a unique mission to fulfill in this lifetime. That mission is to make a difference in the unique way. This may include changing the lives of others for the better. And it really will. It will. I tell you, I swear it will. You are meant to fill a place that only you can fill. And you are meant to make an impact that only you can bring about. 
You know, perhaps you're like me and did not start out with the intention of becoming an entrepreneur, or maybe you've experienced a high level of success in the corporate arena or in other industries and you felt consistent inner relentlessness and a calling to do and be and have more. And if this is the case, then you are a visionary change maker and you must not settle for less. You must not You want to make a significant impact and be richly rewarded for what you do and love? There is nothing wrong with wanting and asking for more. I'm going to close there. I know it's a lot. Let it sink in. You can reach me directly at www. That was a lot of W's. Let's do that again. www.basictabougiethepodcast.com or basictabougiethepodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook at basictabougie, LLC, the podcast, or on Instagram. I don't use it too much. My team that I'm implementing, associate brand, social media brand marketer, I'm really tired, folks, is going to be um, implementing more of that. And, you know, always at our retreats or one-on-one coaching and we're here. But this podcast is always going to stay a podcast and you're always going to have live and current events and how-tos and I can't wait to talk to you about how to build a business and how to do it for less than what you think you can and just cool things and cool people and like-minded individuals. So for Basic to Bougie, I'm Melissa. We'll see you when we see you. Have a good night.